Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You know what else? I'm going to start with something. I know that we're uh, obviously we're going to get to the January 6th, not the January 6th, uh, Mar-a-Lago right. thing, which, which I'm already sick of. But um, You mean M-A-L, which is right. an acronym I never saw until last know, night. Yeah. And then we're all supposed to act like we all know what that means now. Yeah. Like raid on M-A-L. And I'm like, what the heck is M-A-L? What is it talking about? And I'm like, oh, they mean where Trump lives. But right, it's Mar a Lago. No, I mean actually, I get. No, I, what I it know, is, but, but I so I so I, they don't have that much of a problem with that. Although, yeah, I'm always wary when people start saying new stuff. Um, <clears throat> so Ben Crump and other people have been um, tweeting about the fact that Michael Brown died eight years ago today. Pramilia Jayapal, this uh, the Congress lady who's mm-hmm. a psychotic, said. Today marks eight years since Michael Brown was murdered by police in Ferguson, Missouri. We need to honor Michael's life with action. Let's keep fighting to dismantle white supremacy so we can uh, ensure racial justice for all. The other guy said he was murdered as well. Well, uh, unarmed, hands up, don't shoot. That's all a lie. It wasn't. The kid was a monster. He was terrible. And he put himself in a position by trying to drive a, grab a cop's gun to, to get shot. Um, you know what? It's life. Sorry about that. Sometimes... When you're trying to kill a cop with his own weapon, it, it doesn't end up well for you. So I, I'm I'm I have no no time for this. Whatsoever. Couldn't they have shot him in the leg? Right. <laughs> I mean, so that like, said, okay. so but these people want to want to live mm-hmm. in this uh, in, for one for one reason or another want to <clears throat> live in this world for political expediency wherever it is. So this to use race and divide and blah, 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 blah. it's just gross and whatever. And I'm, I'm I'm already sick of it. I'm already sick. Of it. But today, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, the filmmaker who mm-hmm. makes the movies. Medea and all that stuff. Right. And I don't know much about him, but I know that mm-hmm. I think we've we've watched his stuff, right? Or no. Have we not? I don't know if we have, to be honest okay. with you. Maybe He's a black have. guy who, who makes a lot of movies that it, it, black people seem to love and white people too, I assume. He's very, he he mm-hmm. seems to be very successful. 
in an interview, this is what's going to be make you, this is this is the happy point of the show. So, in an interview with AARP, filmmaker Tyler Perry revealed that he's not interested in having the race conversation with his seven-year-old son Aman just yet. Here's his quote: "I don't want to tell him that there are people who will judge him because of the color of his skin, because right now he's in a school with every race." And all these kids are in their purest form, he says. When he describes his friend, he never defines them by race. So the moment he loses that innocence is going to be a very, very sad day for me, said Tyler Perry. Which I say, brav freaking out. Yeah. That is great. Yeah. But- How is he managing to avoid <clears throat> it in a, in the schools? Because a lot of like the wealthy private schools are like the most extreme and the or, you know, in schools in lefty districts are like the most extreme like that, where they're all like making the white kids forswear white privilege and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how your mic blows. Check one, two. 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 I guess that's a little bit better. Uh, is there anything else going on here? Ugh, one day we need to look into new equipment, but this is... Um, so that just made me pleased that he's doing that, and that's good and fantastic, and that's great. Um, we are, this is a day two of our thing. My sleep was terrible last night. It had nothing to do with the, the new diet whatsoever. It's not a diet, the new, oh, we can 180 or anything, but I was just- Your new lifestyle. It was, um, it was just, um- uh, I got exercise in the, uh, the nah, sweltering heat yesterday, and I think that knocked me for a loop, and I was just done today. And so today's a total blur. I feel like I was just born five <laughs> minutes ago. I have no idea. All I know is that I was, I, I couldn't, during my the radio show, I couldn't think of who the Senate majority, sorry, minority leader was and, at all, and people were, like, texting me at Mitch McConnell. I was just, I was missing, I was just fried out of my mind. But... <clears throat> Um, but, um, but, but, but that's life. So, so that's fine. It has made me a little bit salty as far as I like, I, I, I'm, I'm so sick of, (coughs) sorry. I'm so sick of the stupidity of social media and the stupidity of our arguments that, I mean, I think that if you say something if you're going to be on Twitter and you're going to be go to an argument where you use a Twitter cliche, which mm-hmm. I saw 500 million of today, and like if you say um, the right is very very upset about Marlowe being raided, uh, but at the same time, ch- checks notes they were saying that Hillary should go to jail. <clears throat> right. My feeling is if you write something that includes something like checks notes how it started how it's going right or or uh in which uh dana um dana pironi pironi prorogi what's her name pironi pironi dana pironi perina yeah dana perino this is what i'm missing today i'm sorry i'm sorry that's terrible in which dana perino says that a uh president needs to be i'm feel i'm sorry but my feeling is that you should possibly be um uh, if you if you you always go to the cliche thing, my feeling is you're such a polluter and mm-hmm. so unoriginal that my 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 heartfelt feeling is that you should be executed. But I, I but I can't say that because a lot of people think that's extreme. 
But well, and it just shows how dumb it's making us. Like, did you see the Jesse Kelly tweet last night? I don't that know that everyone was taken in by. So Jesse Kelly, who obviously he goes on Fox and everything, um, he tweeted last night that uh, this is like outrageous and Trump should be really mad and he should be really especially mad at whoever hired Chris Ray, mm-hmm. which of course is Trump. So. Jesse Kelly's trying to make a point clearly that um, that Trump didn't do what he needed to do clearing the swamp of these people and he like left them alive to come after him you know and and that he hired people who sucked right and who who were part of the swamp right so Jesse Kelly was making a joke clearly he knows he can google who hired Chris Ray like everybody else can and he probably knew off the top of his head and then a bunch of left-wing idiots were like this is so like what an idiot right into well, my course. veins. Yes, Trump know. hired Ray, yes. dummy. Like so, they in, don't. But they're so. In which Jesse lack- Kelly doesn't realize the irony of what I get it. So, it, 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 it. It's incredible because it's made them all so stupid. This constant culture of like dunk, dunk back, dunk back on you, and and they can't even like see a joke that's funny anymore or like slightly veiled everything has to be like immediately explained to them or they're too stupid to get it and it's like it's a disease that infects people regardless of their political affiliations it's everywhere but you know the left was in fine form last night especially because they feel that the fbi rating trump at mar-a-lago completely vindicates all their stuff and they're sure now he's really going to jail um which of course it doesn't vindicate them at all it just makes them look like jerks who are i mean if this is really just about the presidential records act if they got a warrant and did this search warrant and executed on mar-a-lago and drilled into his safe because of the presidential records act i mean that's going to be terrible for them really terrible like they had better have something better than that and maybe they will once they go through all his private documents right but uh, i don't know this is a really tough one and Yes, a judge had to sign off on it. All that stuff. Like, I mean, nobody's... Mm-hmm. This hasn't been leaked yet. I'm sure it will be eventually, this warrant and oh, all this stuff. Yes. For, for what You know, we will see this eventually. This is not going to stay secret. They've already <laughs> been... The, you know, the feds clearly have been leaking a bunch of details to, like, the New York Times and stuff yeah. already. So this is going to get leaked. It's just a question of when, but... You know, we nobody's seen this yet that we know of who's giving out their opinions on Twitter. So nobody knows what the justification is. But if that's what they're doing this based on and they're going to try and find some crime to stick him with, you know, using that as a pretext. It's so outrageous and ridiculous. Like, I don't know, but they've already proven they're willing to lie to get warrants. So, like, why would we even? But also we have now done 34 different accusations and really vindications for Trump from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. The FBI is batting 0 for 34. Trump is batting 34 and 0. You can say what you want about about him. He doesn't seem to be the kind of guy who's going to get busted. He doesn't seem to be that kind of guy. And probably because he grew up in New York in a shady business and knew that the heat was right around the corner and that you had to make sure that you were CYA constantly. So, yeah, I mean, the no, fact that they have to go to links like this. His own lawyer ratted him out and they couldn't get anything on him. His own fixer. There's nothing on the guy. There's just nothing on the guy. I'm sorry about that. I know it makes people upset. But this is, you'd be a fool to, even though we don't know what, what they're looking for quite yet, you'd be a fool to believe 
that this was a successful hit because Trump had taken all the stuff that proves that he wanted January 6th to happen and that proves that he wanted to work with the North Korea and, and, and whatever. That he was the, working with Putin the, or the whatever. Feds, this guy has made fools of the feds since the very beginning. Now, they've tried to ruin his life and they've hounded him and they've used, they've made uh, uh, tornadic um you know, energy swells around him to disrupt his White House by, by, by laundering accusations through the press and then up, then into uh, people like Adam Schiff and the Democrats to try to keep impeaching him and hounding him, impeaching him, and, and they've made, they've done everything, every dirtbaggy thing they can do, because they can't, they just want to take him down and take him down and take him down. Right. And now people are like, you know, there's there are people who are trained lawyers and people who are, you know, good doctors. People who you would otherwise trust, who are now saying, "Yeah, throw him in jail." You kept you you're yeah, old for thirty four. You've been throw doing this jail? since twenty fifteen. Throw him in jail? Why? Throw him in jail? Why? Because you're upset at him. Because he beat Hillary Clinton, and you were in the middle of a you know a craft beer party and prosecco celebration when suddenly you got the bad news that wait a second Hillary was going to lose. It's like. This is an emotional problem that people in the country are having, and the government officials are not exempt from it whatsoever. In fact, maybe they're more... It's oh, more... yeah. I mean, I think they're a big part of driving it, to be honest. I mean, I think the regular people that we see that, like, read the Mueller report and got all excited and watched Maddow every night and got all excited. I mean, like, I think they really believe it are in, and are in this emotional distress over the thing and, and all that you say. But I think these people, like, I think Merrick Garland and Biden and Chris Ray and everybody else in the DOJ and in the executive branch and all the three-letter agencies, I think they have more of a vindictive problem with Trump. It's less emotional. I mean, I think they think Trump and his M.O. are a threat to them and their livelihoods and, you know, the way that they do things in Washington. And I think they want to send a message, like how everybody is saying, like, if they can do this to him, they can do it to anyone, right? I think that... I think that they're trying to send a message to everybody that says, don't screw with us. Don't think you can come to Washington and mess with our agencies. Don't think you can come to Washington and start firing people from the Department of Justice. We run this show. This is our thing. And if you try and screw with us, we will absolutely ruin you forever. We will find something. We will bang down your door in the dead of night. And if we can do it to somebody who's as rich as Trump and who is president of the United States and all this stuff, we can do it to you. Mm -hmm. So stay away. I agree. And I also think that that even before he was president in 2015... The the many institutions, especially the the intel pe- people, Trump was diminishing their brands, um, and he wasn't afraid to speak ver- vocally about them, especially when they started just coming up with fraudulent accusations against him. And I think that every time they took a swing at him, they missed clumsily and fell down the stairs, and they were embarrassed. And so they took mm-hmm. out of a full head of steam rage, they would take more swings and kept missing and got more embarrassed and more obsessed and more uh, humiliated. And I think he's made the entire institution there uh, just look like chumps. Remember, the FBI used to be looked at in, in with great esteem 
Just a yeah. decade ago, Robert with, Mueller with was some, beloved some by other conservatives. Things, with some, some, uh, with some, you know, historic, uh, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not, I would, I'm not going to say anomalies. It seems like they, it's the opposite. But you know, obviously, you've got Rico and uh, you know the, all the people around Whitey and in uh, Hoover himself, dirtbags. But the story of the FBI, were, you know, you really red, white, and blue, or, or you know, America loving intelligent handsome agents and pretty age whatever and and that's they look like fools now they routinely people are calling out feds standing around you know they've beclowned themselves <clears throat> the whitmer thing right. etc and so so at this point they are so they've been so malevolent now that I, january 6th to me it has been i've i've um I've changed my conclusion of January 6th. Okay. It is that that Trump was derelict in his duties for three hours to not call off the dogs as they're running through Congress like idiots. Mm-hmm. That said, anything else is possible that happened that day. I have, would not put it past the feds at all. And with collusion of the, the mm-hmm. Democrats to say, walk right in. Let him come in. Well, yeah, I mean, even, you know, there there are people that clearly were smart enough to stay outside themselves uh, and were encouraging other people to go in for sure. And so, you know, and some of those people got off with very light sentences or didn't get any time at all. And I mean, I I think that there are a lot of questions to be asked there. But what I almost find like most interesting about this stuff um, is really to go back to like the Trump Mar-a-Lago thing Mm -hmm. is to watch the threads of like who's saying what about it because it's split out in some very unexpected ways Mm -hmm. you know there there's definitely a thread of I mean there are a few threads on the right obviously there's a mistrust of government in general and and a lot of people on the right are burned by um, the you know the Obama Tea Party years coming after people, um, you know the Obama's IRS among other things, and I saw Jonah Goldberg and David French both talking about this on Twitter. Went after people who adopted and ran them through the ringer and audited all their taxes because there's like all kinds of special tax rules for that and stuff mm. because it's extremely expensive to adopt, and so. Um, They had both dealt with that, with just like vicious, terrible audits for years under the Obama IRS. So the right was in the middle of this big conversation about how Obama had weaponized the federal government. And now Biden's hiring all these IRS agents, the exact agency that was weaponized specifically against a lot of these people, many of whom are never Trump people now, um, and went after them, including those people personally, right? So the right was just in the middle of this big conversation about the left weaponizing the federal government based on politics. So then for this to happen right now at that moment in time, I definitely think that it it hit at exactly the right moment to be seen as a part of that pattern. Like, you're literally hiring IRS agents to go after us right now, and now at the same time you're sending the Department of Justice after Trump. It feels like a message, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. It feels like the Biden administration and executive branch bureaucratic a-holes in general are sending a message to conservatives saying, watch it, we're going to come after you. And I think... That's fair to say. I think there are some people on the left... Like Cuomo, for example, who are smart enough to see where this kind of escalation is headed, who are saying like, whoa, 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 we're politicizing this. The the 
the federal government is going to lose all credibility in the Department of Justice to, mm-hmm. to do any investigations. Well, uh, and I think is, Cuomo has ju- also just recently been investigated. M- well, mugged by the mob in a coordinated media political effort to take him down. I think that's true. But I also think that he's smart enough to see that on the right, there are a bunch of people who are saying, just wait till we get a hold of the federal government Mm -hmm. and do this to you. Right. And I mean, like people like Jesse Kelly have been saying that for a while, like everything they do to us, we need to turn around and do to them and ruin their lives. There's no like, oh, we need to cut back the government so it doesn't do this to anyone. Like the power's there. It now exists and conservatives need to use it. And like Christina Pusha and Ron DeSantis were saying stuff like this yesterday, too, a little bit. I mean, Christina Pusha has obviously she's worked in countries where, you know, like we're fear of Putin's thugs going after people is a thing. So there's definitely like a sense of this impending threat of the government being used against people. And the line is really starting to turn into like, who is saying that, you know, that this escalation is a bad thing. And who's saying that it's like already past the point of no return Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, the federal government now has this power. So who's going to be in charge of it, us or them? That's like, that's the feeling I have on the right right now. And it is sort of like an, a feeling like there's there's an impending bigger clash coming. Like this really feels like a breaking point to me for a lot of people. Well, I mean, I, I've never heard <clears throat> more mainstream people suggest. I've also, I should say first that a lot of people on the left who are saying, hey, uh, guys, if this is overreach, this isn't good. If it's about National Archive stuff, this isn't good because this will take away from the January 6th stuff right. that they want. Where I also think that there's nothing. That, they've got nothing on any any of this. They've got nothing on Trump. But um, I, I, as far as these institutions, I mean, what's going to happen is... I, I, I have never before heard so many people, reputable people. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Suggests that the FBI has to be liquidated. That it's just too rotten. And uh, and I can see I can see why at this point r- r- this organization has been they showed themselves they showed themselves all these people Clapper Brennan um, the 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 idiot uh, Comey these people should all be incarcerated 
Right. Talk about abusing by Comey bragging like in his book and in interviews about feeding stuff to his friend, his college professor who fed it to the New York Times. What the frig? This is an intel guy. All to all to launder a fake a story about Trump being off the uh, out of his mind, etc. You can't do this, even though you hate Trump. You're not allowed to because you hate somebody so much. Just throw everything away. I mean, Trump didn't do that. Right. You know, and people were afraid he would. He's an authoritarian. Just wait. Just no, wait. Trump was mellow. You're going to get a right wing authoritarian, though, if you do this. I mean, like, that's that's really the um, the the sort of rhetoric that's happening now. This is what like Jesse Kelly tweeted um, earlier today. Communists are never going to see your high moral character and be in- inspired to back off. You're assigning your value system to them. The only chance we have to back them off is to attack them the way they attack us. Use your judges and raid their homes today. Like, I mean, that's well, extreme. But I think you're right when you said that the left the right is being put on notice. The mm-hmm. IRS people and all of Merrick Garland and all this stuff, and they've been doing it. The clamoring has gotten louder and louder. Now right. they've simply had enough. They've decided amongst themselves that the political opposition uh, is a malevolent and existential threat. They say existential threat. Yeah. They say it constantly. These parents groups, you're going to go have uh, have feds check out parents groups who are yelling because you're teaching their kids that, that, that they're Zay and Zed? You freaking kidding me? Let's listen to a little KJP, okay, Alice? All right. And has the White House been told whether or not Attorney General Garland signed off on the search warrant himself? Uh, we learned about this. The president learned about this just like you all did. Um, Leaks from the FBI? Is that how they learned about it? Through the public reports. And uh, we learned about this just like the American people did. So you don't know whether or not Garland signed off on it? I don't have anything more to share. So we... Like I said, we didn't learn. We did not know about this, and we have not been briefed on this. Uh, we learned about this just like the public, just as you all were reporting it uh, through the public reports. Yeah, so pure as the driven snow. This, uh, the uh, this uh, White House. Oh. Does the president believe that the Justice Department acted accordingly here? That is not. Uh, uh, I'll say. I'll say this again. Does he believe? That they acted accordingly. That's up for the Department of Justice to decide. Oh. Is, um, so we'll ask the DOJ if the president believes that they acted accordingly. <laughs> when it comes to the criminal investigation, it is independent, uh, and they make that so decision. So independent. So independent. That's why they went after Hunter Biden the same way with all the incriminating evidence about him that was out there. Warren, exactly. Uh, was the president or anyone at the White House aware of that search warrant? Or had, has anyone at the White House or the president been briefed in the aftermath of that search warrant being executed? No. The president was not briefed, did not was not aware of it. No. No one at the White House was given uh, a heads up. No. That- More of the same. Uh, here's a great doozy question. Who around here decided that Americans... We're crying out for more interaction with the IRS. I, I don't understand your question. You have to say more. Who are- don't understand your question. Is there a concern here that if you guys don't say more, then these Republicans who are accusing this White House of weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, are that's going to become the, the public sentiment. If you guys don't say once and for all, we are not doing that. First, first of all, 
we're just not going to comment on the Department of Justice investigation. Okay, we're just we're just it, not going to comment are, on that. Is this White House weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against, against political opponents? The president has been very clear uh, from before he was elected, very clear on this. Hold on. It's Throughout just, his time in now, office. I, I heard the quote. We will be playing the quote tonight at 6 o'clock. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president believes in the independence of the Department that's, of Justice. That's a yes or no. Just no, that is House. no. It's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. You may not like it, but I'm answering the question, I'm just, and I'm no, no. I'm answering the question, and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment on a criminal investigation. The president has been very clear. I laid out what his thoughts were back on January 7th in 2021 about how he saw the Department of Justice. And I'm just going to leave it there. We're not going to comment from here, from this White House, on a criminal... You know, if you're dealing with somebody like her, just it's probably better. Yeah, they don't want her to comment. And just re- say, keep repeating that you answered the question when you did nothing of the sort and didn't answer the question at all. She is so useless. It's, it, I mean, she doesn't even understand the questions that he's asking, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Like, I mean, she doesn't get what he's saying. So uh, whatever. It, I mean, like, I don't even know why they bother to go to her press briefings anymore because she's so useless. She's not answering anything that they say to her. So why bother? Homeland Security announced yesterday that it is ending the Remain in Mexico policy. So just wanted to see if the White House has any reaction to that. Also, I'm wondering, too, if you can talk a little bit about the timing of of this decision. The Supreme Court ruled in June, late June, that the administration had the authority to eliminate the program. So I'm just wondering what took so long? Did the president want it to be done earlier? So, um, So as we have said before, the Migrant Protection Protocol, MPP policy under the prior administration was flawed, it was inhumane, and it was ineffective. (laughs) Man, they are batting a thousand. Which is why we've kept it until now. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I I mean, this is is sort of an unprecedented situation, Mm -hmm. not to like be too cliche. Or whatever, but I really do feel like the the ways I'm hearing people talk about it are different than the way they have before. So, like for example, um, Ali Beth Stuckey, who's mm-hmm. conserve Millen on Twitter, the conservative millennial, she tweeted, "It's time for conservatives to forsake nostalgia. America isn't going back to how it was when we were growing up. The way forward is going to require the people we elect to exercise a lot more power than conservatives have been traditionally comfortable with." And Christina Pushaw retweeted that. So just to throw it out there, that there, there's definitely like a feeling on the right that like we have to be more proactive, that Trump maybe didn't even do enough in the federal government. Like when you have Jesse Kelly tweeting this criticism that, you know, Trump himself hired Chris Ray and, you know, allowed this to go on. And, and I think Trump's right on now where he's saying he he's talking a lot about the Schedule F stuff. Have you heard about this? You know, about wanting to come in and fire a lot of the government employees, um, you know, to give the executive branch more power to get rid of people. 
which I think is really smart. It's definitely going to have to happen, whether it's Trump who gets in there or somebody else. I definitely want someone to get in there who's saying that they're going to do that because I, I think that that needs to happen. Like, it, there can't be lowest learners in the IRS. We definitely don't need right. those 87,000 IRS agents. We definitely need to clean house a lot at the DOJ and at all the three-letter agencies. These are all things that are going to have to happen if the right is ever going to be successful because Trump was like the closest anybody ever got to having a successful, really like right wing regime that that cut off the power of all these bureaucratic entities and and he wasn't able to do it so like who can can he do it now that he's like less naive coming in here a second time or does it have to be somebody else i don't know the answer to that necessarily but the other thing i thought was very revealing about this was this piece that came out in the new yorker this week that's an excerpt from peter baker's new book about like trump's generals or whatever Mm -hmm. i forget what it's called but um So there's this big excerpt. It heavily features Millie, who's clearly like the main source for a lot of this information. Who's been the main source for about two dozen (laughs) books on Trump, in which which every single one of them, Millie, comes out looking extremely (laughs) loyal to his country and patriotic. I know. And it's so fascinating because like he portrays himself as like the sole hope for the country like he wanted Mm -hmm. to quit this job so badly but like he was the only thing standing between the country and trump and like all this stuff and uh, i mean i had a few major takeaways one is that um millie and to a lesser extent some of the other generals like kelly were essentially running a military coup a slow rolling military coup under trump like Mm -hmm. they just you know, undermined everything he wanted to do, tried to stop him from doing everything he said. Um, Another big takeaway for me was that Millie was very heavily focused in these excerpts that were here on the fact that um, Trump kept wanting to get out of Afghanistan and they had to keep stopping him, Mm -hmm. which seems like an odd course to take. Like, I mean, we heard that from your caller at WTIC the other day, too, who was saying, like, Trump made us get out of Afghanistan. Like, they're trying to put this all back on Trump that he somehow made August of 2017 happen. Or, sorry, not 2017. You know what I mean? 2021. The first year of the Biden presidency, not the Trump presidency, that he somehow made this happen in August of 2021, this debacle in Kabul. And of course, he had nothing to do with it. He didn't pull them out of Afghanistan. He, you know, he signed the agreement, but that's not to say he would have followed through the way that Biden did. And again, if you're so responsible, Millie, and you saved us from Trump pulling out of Afghanistan, then why didn't you stop Biden from doing it, genius? Right. I mean, if you have all this power to stop presidents from pulling out of Afghanistan, maybe you should have exercised it sometime in 2021. I don't know. But he was too busy, like, taking interviews for books, I guess. But, I mean, they they really wanted to strip power from Trump. And Trump mm-hmm. was too naive to trust a lot of these people, including, apparently, um, Millie worked closely with, like, Mike Pompeo, too. He was too naive to trust a lot of these he people? Was, he was too naive that in that he trusted yes, all yes. these generals yes. and stuff and and you know and a lot of these swamp creatures who who were really gunning for him this whole time and i think in a lot of ways they partially caused january 6th to happen because they were so conscious they were so nervous about or say they were so mm-hmm. nervous about trump doing a military coup supposedly like they 
according to Millie in this, he's like feeding right into all the fan fiction that Trump like really oh, wanted yeah. to overthrow oh, the yeah. government and, you know, be there. And and that, um, you know, that he prevented it by making sure that like he actually had control of the chain of command and everything himself and was telling everybody like not to listen to Trump. Well, right, maybe if you guys had put right. more of the military around and then then there wouldn't have been a riot that got out of control right. in the middle the of Chinese Washington, D.C. Did you mention the Chinese a second ago? I didn't mention that. With Millie saying, remember, he he assured the Chinese Mm -hmm. that there wouldn't be a problem. You know, bragging about that undermining the president. Yeah, but all these people need to go. And the fact that he's like feels so comfortable about it to brag and write books about it when they've made so much hay out of January 6th and trying to claim that Trump wanted a coup when really they were literally doing a coup the Mm -hmm. whole time against the president. Like, Millie, you know that the coup isn't when the president takes over his own country from himself the coup is when the military takes over the country from the people who are in charge now which is what you were doing because you were in charge of the military right like whatever but but again everything with the left is projection always 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 anything they say about trump Look out for it because they intend to do it to you. Oh, he's going to lock up his political opponents. Well, look. Oh, he's going to send the Department of Justice. He's going to weaponize it against people for different political views. Oh, really? Like, who does that? Exactly. Oh, he's working with the Russians. It's the same thing. I know. Yeah. He's totally corrupt. His family's enriching themselves from his presidency. Oh, huh. Hmm. Funny that you would say that. Like, they literally, everything they say about other people is exactly what they do. That's why it crosses their mind in the the first place. Trump got impeached the first time. Because he was using his position to try to investigate his presidential competition, Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. using Ukraine. Joe Biden is using the Department of Justice to investigate his competition, Donald Trump. The difference being Hunter Biden actually was making millions of dollars right. in and Ukraine the, and, from the shady and, government there. Right. And Trump got impeached for doing that. And Biden's not. There's no ramifications for Biden. They, they can just do it. You're right. There is a double standard. There, absolutely, there always has been, though. There always there always has been. The left has always been able to. But complaining that's why about the double thing, standard. And that's why people on the right are so angry about January 6th and this and that, because they have a point. That all the Antifa stuff where you're allowed to throw Molotov cocktails at federal officers mm-hmm. and lock them in places and try to burn them alive. The left is just expected to behave badly. The right gets held to different standards. And if there's somebody on the right who acts like somebody, the people on the left, which was Trump, well, then, oh, my God, it's the end of days. He's acting. Uh, you can't normalize that awful behavior. Of course, that's them. Right. But... You know, I think the right is reaching a point, at least certain people on the right are reaching a point of saying not anymore. Oh, there's a double standard because they've been saying that there's a double standard for what? Like since Clinton, for like 25, 30 years, they've been saying there's a double standard. So, I mean, that, that hasn't gotten them anywhere. Conservatives stand around and complain that it's not fair and that they're not held to the same standard that the left is and and they they continue to not be held to the same standard that the left is so i think a lot of mm-hmm. conservatives are getting ready to just like curb stomp the entire federal government because mm-hmm. they're saying you're never going to treat us well, fairly use, and you need to go need away to, and they, they they need to and there were little green buds of this happening this year they need to learn to use the language like the left does mm-hmm. and it's going to degrade society but 
all that matters is the winning the message the winning message now. So continue to use groomer. Absolutely. I know it makes the left feel uncomfortable, but continue to use it. The right should co-opt the frequent use of the word racist as well. Use all of the left's terms against them, because they all apply. You know, it's not the it's not the right who decided in the name of George Floyd to make the lives of millions of black Americans worse. It's not the right who did that. It's the left. The left controls these cities where life sucks for people who are black and brown. Okay? It's not the right. So start sticking it to them. Be uncivil like they are. You have to sit in a panel and have somebody say, well, you're a racist. What you're saying is a dog whistle. You don't have to take that crap. Yeah. Shoot right back. By the way, the president had a ridiculous cough today. It lasted <laughs> six and a half minutes. I don't want to play the cough because I don't. It's, I feel like it's almost a weird like, uh, post-mortem voyeurism. But uh, but this is Corrine Jean-Pierre being asked about it. Uh, briefly, uh, at the earlier chip signing, the president had a... Several, uh, several uh, coughing episodes. Uh, is it possible to get an update from his physician about his uh, his, his status after his uh, his recovery from COVID? Please? So, as you know, we we shared uh, his uh, his uh, negative test today. He's he has tested negative Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and now today. Uh, we we have also said many times. Um, I think during the briefing when we were talking about um, uh, his COVID case, that uh, he experiences coughs from time to time, independent uh, of him getting COVID. Oh, good. That's reassuring. And what he's experiencing right now is the lingering effects uh, of COVID, which is something I'm sure many of us... Wait a second. You said he experiences a cough independent of COVID. <laughs> but what he's experiencing... Is he dying from COVID or just but his general overall condition? What he's experiencing right now is lingering effects of COVID. Let's listen to that again. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and now today. Uh, we, we have also said many times, um, I think during the briefing when we were talking about um, uh, his COVID case, that uh, he experiences costs from time to time, independent uh, of him getting COVID. And what he's experiencing right now is the lingering effects uh, of COVID, which oh. is something I'm sure many of us who have had COVID have, um, have, been, have endured or have to deal he's with. He's just super and relatable. So that's what you're seeing. But she's just said that he has he a has cough, cough anyway, independent of COVID. What he's experiencing right now are the effects, lingering effects of COVID. Well, which one is it? And can we just speak to a doctor to get some clarity? But no, we can't. <sighs> That's fine. I want to go to the speak pipe or you? I'm sorry. The chat chat are you? Let's hit the chat chat. There's only two messages in there anyway. Okay. So, uh... uh Hello there, Catherine Hepburn once again. I want to address some rumors going around about me being a homewrecker. Yeah. I was, and I quote, not too proud to be a side piece of Spencer Tracy. Ooh. I never broke up the marriage. They remained married for, for until his death. My they goodness. were still married. And I believe Spencer Tracy thought I was a lesbian for some reason because of my fingernails being dirty. Wow. I have never, and I mean never, my... Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to... Once again, can't get through the chat chat without having to clean it up uh, post-production. What's this about? Best of show. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. That person does not exist. Uh, sir or ma'am, you are a, uh, you're misrepresenting... <laughs> Ah, okay. 
Thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you do want to leave us chat chat messages, um, then you can do so at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's a red button there you can use to do that. You can also uh, go ahead and find all the places to listen to the podcast. If that happens to be Apple Podcasts and you like the show, leave us a five-star review if you have time. Uh, you can also always find us at uh, Burn Barrel Pod on Twitter or Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. Say la vie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.